Gemma, how are you going? Good, how are you? Really good. Good to be it here. It was only a few weeks. Yeah, that's great. And it was only a few weeks ago we chatted about diet myths on the podcast and a lot has happened since then. We're suddenly in December and people are talking festive seasons and putting Christmas trees up, etc. So I thought it'd be nice to reconvene with you and talk about nutrition going into the end of the year. It's been a bit of a funny year, hasn't it? Because we've had COVID is the main thing for most of the year. And a lot of people talk about COVID kilos. So putting on a little bit of extra weight, especially in the Southern Hemisphere where we've gone through winter and have been in some parts been isolated. So we've been eating a lot or I have anyway, I've put on a few kgs and no doubt. Yeah, yeah, that's right. There's been a lot of, lot of, lots of Uber Eats and lots of cheat, cheat eating throughout that period. And now we're getting into um, the festive season and it's the prime season f- for a lot of us for eating as well a lot of yeah a lot of families have in my household anyway there's feeders and eaters and I, I put my hand up as one of the the best eaters in the household and my wife is a fantastic feeder and what about you what's the go in your house I'm a bit of a combo of both the feeder and the eater, and I love desserts. (laughs) So a bit of a critical dietitian here, but the Christmas pudding is my go-to, which I make myself. I fall into both camps there. But yeah, I think out of coming out of lockdown and there's so many events to attend and everyone wants to catch up and you're right, you are suddenly faced with, oh, okay, I've got to have a think about my eating leading into the festive season. So this is a great opportunity to chat more about that today. Yeah, definitely. And the other thing that I've noticed, Gemma, is that all the fitness centres and stuff are really pushing shredding before summer and some people are thinking about their, yes, challenges. People are thinking about getting their best body Get, getting their best bodies going now and some other people are just like, oh, I'll just wait to the new year. So a big factor obviously is nutrition. So I'm wondering if you can talk us through maybe if you are someone who loves the festive season and you're maybe prone to overeating or overindulging, what are some of the ways that we can manage that effectively? Yeah, that's a really good question. So I'll give you some like practical tips that you can easily implement over this festive season and throughout the year, but it's a really good time to have these front of mind. So what you can do is um, if you are going to an event, make sure you're having something to eat before you go. So you're not going on an empty tummy because we know that when that happens, you get there and there's all these yummy nibblies on display and then you just go for it. And then by the end of it, you feel sick because you've just scoffed your face full of sausage rolls or spring rolls and you're like, oh God, I shouldn't have done that. So making sure you're having something to eat before you go out or go to a function. So that could even be things like having some nuts or a yogurt or a piece of fruit even, just to make sure you've got something in your tummy uh, before you go. Another thing that's really important to keep in mind is to try and stick to your portion sizes as much as you can. So I've got my trusty uh, portion plate here, which my clients will uh, be, I don't know if you can see that, will be familiar with. This is what you want to try and stick to as much as uh, you can when you are eating at events or at functions. So half of your plate should be, this said, uh, half of your plate should be made of your veggies or salad. So this is the equivalent of about two handfuls. And then the quarter of your plate should be your protein. So this is your meat, 
chicken, fish, eggs, nuts and seeds. And this um, is about the size of the palm of your hand. So your probably your hands, not my baby hands, but um, <laughs> yeah, that's what you want that's what you want to be aiming for. And then the final quarter of your plate should be your carbohydrates. So whole grain options where possible. So this would be your rice, pasta, potato would go in this section, not in the veggie section. And bread would also go into the carbohydrate section here. So you can still, when you are at functions, by all means, have the food on offer, but you're wanting to try and stick to this, these portions as much as you can. And that's one tip that I would recommend. Another one would be if you are at these events and you've got lots of nibblies on display, try and fill up on sandwiches or frittatas or fruit or some nuts or dried fruit rather than going straight for your sausage rolls, or spring rolls, party pies, all those yummy things. By all means, you can have have a small amount of those sort of more fried or sometimes foods, but you're wanting to be filling up on the salads and the whole grain crackers or some rice crackers with some dip rather than going straight, making a beeline straight for those more fried foods there. Another tip uh, that I want, I often tell my patients is try and stand or position yourself away from the grazing table or the buffet or wherever you are, because we know that the closer you are to this food, the more likely you're going to eat because it's right in your line of vision. So try and um, position yourself a little bit further away from the food table just to yeah, help with overeating there. So that was a very long-winded answer to that question, but I had lots of tips to try and get across. <laughs> no, they're great. They're really practical. One of the things with most habits that are sometimes when we do overeat, correct me if I'm wrong, but it's because we're associating the fact that we're eating and socialising and we enjoy the socialising and the eating is seen as the thing that gets us the socialising as the reward. Yeah. But if you make the... If you do position yourself away from the food, it actually makes things a bit harder, which in this case is making it harder to overeat is a good outcome, right? Yeah, so you can grab your plate of food, but then go and stand away from the food table. So you can still enjoy that food. You can still enjoy socialising around the food, but just don't be in direct line of vision because you're more likely to be going backwards and forwards to the grazing table or whatever the case may be. So yeah, yeah just some really practical tips that are easy to implement. Everyone can implement them. And it's more likely to help you keep on track with your healthy eating and overall wellness goals during the festive season. Yeah, definitely. And obviously that's going to be a big one for a lot of people because they have, mm. some people have gone from maybe being less active through, throughout, say, a lockdown, for example, in Melbourne, and now they're going straight into a festive season. And one thing that's pretty prolific during a good festive season is alcohol, drinking a fair bit more than what we normally would. We yeah. had our um, Christmas party last Friday or like a picnic with our crew. And one of the things that was challenging about that environment, Gemma, was that we were having a, it was a pretty low key picnic at a park. We had all the alcohol just sitting there. And so as we everybody did. started to, to wrap up, Josh and I sat there and had a few more extra wines and it's because it was there and easy to have. I'm wondering from your perspective with alcohol, what are some of the strategies that people could implement to make sure that they're not drinking maybe as much as what they normally would? 
Yeah, and it's okay to have a tipple. There's no, we don't need to we don't need to demonize it, yeah. but it's really just implementing once again some more practical strategies um, to help manage your drinking and not drink to excess because we know that alcohol is very calorie dense. So, for example, two small glasses of wine, a hundred mil each, so not very much, is the equivalent calorie wise to eating a donut. So we can see if you're having a big, a big night, that can add up very quickly in terms of calories and can lead to weight gain very quickly. And we know, and the research tells us that over a normal festive season, Australians actually gain um, up to one and a half kilos over the festive season. And a lot of the time, we don't get rid of that. We add to it as the year um, rolls into the next. Alcohol is something definitely to be mindful of because it is very calorie dense, not to mention all the other negative health effects of drinking too much. So there are some tips that I often um, tell my patients who ask me the same question. So some things you could do would be to uh, put your hand up to be the designated driver because then that is keeping you accountable not to overconsume. You can still have one or two drinks depending on how quickly you um, metabolise alcohol, but it keeps you in check. Another thing you could do is if you're ordering wine, for example, order um, by the glass, don't order the whole bottle because it's going to hit your hip pocket more, so it's going to keep you in check as well. Another thing you could do is try and alternate your alcoholic drinks with your non-alcoholic drinks. So that could be like a soda water or a diet um, soft drink, for example, or even a juice. So alternate between your alcoholic drink and your non-alcoholic drink, just to sort of space them out a bit. And that's going to lead you to drinking less alcohol because we know that the more you're drinking, you're going to be going to the toilet a lot, spaced out a little bit. And it just brings a little bit more mindfulness back into it. And I know we've done a lot of work and we do a lot of sessions here on World Workplaces about mindfulness, um, mindful eating, and just general mindfulness in day-to-day life. So bringing a bit of that mindfulness back and thinking about what you're doing and making some healthier choices along the way. Some other things you could do, just sip your alcoholic drink slowly. So don't guzzle it down um, because then you're more likely to be just having your glass filled up again or you're going to be going back and forth to the bar. So once again, bring that mindful, mindfulness into it. Enjoy your red wine or your beer, if you're have, whatever you're having. Really enjoy it. Enjoy the company that you're with, but just sip it slowly and really savour it. Yeah, I love it. Yeah, I think I, I personally think a lot of people are drinking like more mindfully now. There's less, people aren't always going for the strong beer and there's certainly a few more less or low alcohol options now, which is nice to see. So perhaps people could explore those non-alcoholic type options maybe as well. I feel I was really coming off having the no alcohol beer or the low alcohol beer, that stigma is really being removed over time because as people are becoming more and more aware of the negative health impacts of having too much alcohol. So whether that be increasing your blood pressure, increasing your cholesterol, the bad cholesterol, which therefore increases your risk of heart attack and stroke and, and increasing risk of some cancers and dementias. So people are becoming more aware and then therefore, as you said, opting for those low alcohol or um, no alcohol varieties, which is more than okay. Yeah. 
Yeah, that's great. I think, and I, I think that's also our clientele that we normally work with. I fi- I'm finding that their their health IQ is quite good. They know what's the right thing to do, and we help educate them to round out their knowledge. Sometimes some of the problem actually stems from maybe the people that you interact with around Christmas. I'm talking here, mum, my my family, for example, my mum and dad, they love feeding us kids. So when we do go down to Geelong and we have a nice Christmas, there's so many, so many treats coming out of the cupboard. It's just like the, the food procession just continues and continues. And if we stay there a week, we're just getting fed every day. The volumes are, are, are huge. And I think it's this thing where they're maybe making up for lost time. And for some people, I'd imagine that you could feel a bit guilty as you're getting offered lots of food and no doubt the strategies that you mentioned at the start are there but sometimes it's I think for some people it's actually guilt that kind of sets in Mm. if they have had a little bit of a a blowout or a bad week of potentially overeating how do you advise your clients and people to deal with that guilt over the festive season yeah and it's a very real thing people are being offered foods or eating foods that they normally wouldn't. So there's sometimes foods, whether that be Christmas pudding or uh, the mince pies or whatever the case may be, or shortbread, or the list goes on. And that guilt is actually a really real thing because people are like, oh no, I'm falling off the bandwagon and I'm not going to be able to get back on. So some things that I like to just reassure um, my patients about is give yourself permission to enjoy these foods because foods isn't just about calories in, calories out or or your macros. It's about the enjoyment of food and the traditions that are associated with these foods and the people you're around when you are socialising. So give yourself permission. It's more than okay to have these foods. I know myself, I'll be eating Christmas pudding and I'm not going to be feeling guilty about it. But when I do have these sometimes foods or these extra foods, I'm just being really mindful of my portions. So instead of having a huge slice of fruit cake, I'm just having a small slice or I'm having a mini cupcake or cutting um, something in half and really just being mindful of my portions. So I can certainly enjoy the food. I don't need to be restricting myself, but just really being mindful and bringing that mindfulness back into again and enjoying it but just being careful of your portion sizes as well another thing that I often remind it's just like a friendly reminder is to build in that exercise into your festive season so whether you're on holidays or like yourself visiting family in Geelong building that exercise into your daily routine so whether that's going for a walk on the beach after dinner or after lunchtime or if you're away go for a hike or do an activities take surfing lessons or do stand-up paddleboarding if you're somewhere nice and tropical build that exercise into your holiday into your routine so it's a fun activity you're doing but you're also keeping up your routine your exercise routine like you would at home so there's just some little ways to manage that guilt that you may be experiencing over the Christmas period but really just go easy on yourself and give yourself permission to enjoy this time because it 
is a time we should be enjoying. We've been, especially in Melbourne, we've been locked up away from our family and friends for months. So really enjoy this time. Enjoy these sometimes foods or these extra foods, but just being mindful of your portions and remembering to add in that exercise and keep up with your exercise goals as much as you can. And if gyms are closed over the festive season, get one of those um, fitness apps and do a home workout or you can even do a home uh, workout in your hotel room or wherever you're staying just to keep that momentum up so you, it's, you're not leaving at all until January 1 and you're like, oh, God, I've got to get back into the swing of it. You've already stayed on track throughout the festive season. Yeah, great advice, Gemma, and nice and holistic there with the exercise comments as well. Yeah, you make a really good point about enjoying uh, this period because it is it has been a challenging year for a lot of people all over the world, really. So it's in a time to enjoy, but the tips that you've given today are fantastic because they're basically your, your tips are basically just to stay really mindful and some in in your consumption and also some really practical tips on how to think about portions how to lose your your bundle over the period and also not to be too hard on yourself if Mm. you do have a blowout because I dare say I probably will have a blowout whether that's too many beers or too much food but um but I'm not going to be too hard on myself if I do and there's always tomorrow to regroup and make good (laughs) with myself yeah that's right and I think the practical tips that I've given everyone today we know that the more realistic and practical the advice is the more likely it is that you're going to stick to it and you're going to actually implement them. So uh, that's why I've kept everything really nice and simple and easy that anyone can implement over this festive period because it's more likely to stick. It's no, you don't need to do any fancy detoxes or anything like that or any fad diets to get the bikini body before (laughs) Christmas. We know that they don't work. Those fad diets and those detoxes don't work and you don't need to be doing those. It's really about enjoying food and enjoying the festive period and not being too critical on yourself it's not worth it yeah I love it that's a really good note to finish on Gemma thanks so much for your tips and advice I'm sure it's been really helpful and if anybody is listening and wants to uh, send Gemma any direct messages regarding this particular topic or are interested in nutrition or dietetics or any advice please reach out to us at well workplaces or go directly to Gemma and she can help you out. Yeah, thanks so much, Gemma. Have a good day. No worries. Thanks for having me. See you guys. See ya. Bye.